This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, December 4th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Trump cracking down on SNAP. POTUS reversing on China deal. Farmers more optimistic. Grim numbers for rural health care. Tougher SNAP work requirements are coming. The Trump administration is expected to finalize a rule today, making it harder for states to exempt able-bodied food stamp recipients from work requirements. USDA proposed the rule nearly a year ago. Two other rules that are still pending for the Supplemental Attrition Assistance Program would tighten income eligibility limits and change the way that utility costs are used to calculate benefits. Ag sector taken aback by Trump's China backpedal. The ag trade forecast is a bit cloudier today. It wasn't long ago that President Trump was speculating where he and Chinese President Xi Jinping would sign a partial new trade pact. But yesterday he said a deal might not happen until after the 2020 election. Further delay in reaching an agreement would make it hard for struggling farmers to hold on in the face of rising bankruptcy rates. That's the word of American Farm Bureau President Zippy Duvall after Trump's comments. The more time that passes, the more difficult it will be to win back this important export market, regardless of any trade agreement. The U.S. and China seem to be on the cusp of a deal for a phase one agreement in October. But Trump said yesterday, I'm not going to make a deal that's not going to be great for our country, and it can't be an even deal. If it's an even deal, it's no good. The review from Capitol Hill has Senate Ag Committee Chair Pat Roberts telling AgriPulse that Trump's comments about China, coupled with his threat to impose new tariffs on Brazil and Argentina, only add to farmers' continued uncertainty about where their markets are headed. There's no certainty. There's no predictability, he said. It's that lack of certainty and predictability that worries me, not only in 2020, but five years from now. Take note, Robert says Trump is almost certain to continue the market facilitation program in 2020, given that it's an election year. Now for more on the trade talks with China, plus a look at the challenge facing the U.S. farm economy in 2020, even if there's a trade pact, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. Farmer sentiment rose last month on China optimism. Farmers were more optimistic about the farm economy in November and more optimistic about a trade deal with China, according to the monthly Ag Econ Barometer sponsored by Purdue University and the CME Group. Last month, 57% of respondents said they expected a resolution to the trade dispute soon, up from 42% in October. A caution sign? Some 19% of survey respondents expect their operating loans to be larger in 2020, and 30% of those farms said their loans would be higher because of carryover debt from 2019. If you work through the numbers, that implies about 5 to 6% of people in our survey that are experiencing some degree of financial stress, according to Jim Inert, the director of Purdue Center of Commercial Agriculture. Few farmers worried about climate change. The Purdue CME survey added new questions in November to gauge farmers' views on climate change. Some 47% of respondents said they were not at all worried about the issue. 31% said they're not too worried. Only 22% of the farmers surveyed said they had made any changes in their operations to address climate-related impacts. WTO appeals court effectively shuts down. 
The WTO appeals process has all but shut down, and the terms for two of the three remaining appellate judges will run out next Wednesday with no possibility of either replacing them or extending their service, according to the chairman of the WTO dispute settlement body, David Walker. Those cases in which appeals hearings have already been held can be fully educated, but all other cases will be in limbo until WTO members can convince the U.S. to stop blocking new nominees, Walker said. Keep in mind, the U.S. has shown no sign of relenting in its opposition, much to the consternation of the European Union, China, and other members. The U.S. has been blocking new nominees to ram home their concerns over judges who have been asked to extend their terms as well as overreaching by judges in their decisions. FDA nominee wins bipartisan support. Stephen Hahn's nomination to lead the Food and Drug Administration is headed to the Senate floor with solid bipartisan support. The Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee approved Hahn's nomination 18-5 to 5 yesterday, even though the panel's top Democrat, Washington Senator Patty Murray, expressed concern that he wouldn't follow through with action against e-cigarettes. So what's next? Well, Health Chairman Lamar Alexander of Tennessee said he hopes for a final Senate vote on Hahn's nomination by the end of the year. Han is the chief medical executive for the MD Anderson Cancer Center in Houston, Texas. Judge blocks Iowa ag gag law. Iowa's having trouble coming up with a law that can pass judicial muster and still protect farms from undercover investigations by activists. A federal judge has granted a preliminary injunction preventing the state from implementing a law passed earlier this year. The measure built on a previous attempt that also failed in the courts. The law is intended in part to prevent critical coverage of the agriculture industry that comes from undercover investigations, although legislators also mentioned other interests such as biosecurity, writes U.S. District Judge James Gritzner. The Supreme Court has said that statutes can only survive scrutiny based on the actual purpose of the statute advances, not based on a rationalization. The case will now proceed to full briefing. Doctor shortage. Rural med enrollment plunges. A study of enrollment trends at U.S. medical schools underscores the challenge for rural health care access. U.S. medical schools increased enrollment by more than 30% from 2002 to 2017, but the number of new students from rural backgrounds dropped by 28% over the same period. The research was led by Scott Shipman of the Association of American Medical Colleges and published in the journal Health Affairs. Rural students now make up only 4% of medical school enrollment. Why it matters? Well, one reason is that a separate study finds lack of access to specialists can significantly increase hospitalizations and mortality. Rural residents with chronic conditions are 40% more likely to be hospitalized and 23% more likely to die than their urban counterparts. Here's today's He Said It. I don't think he likes me much anymore, but that's okay. That President Donald Trump on Chinese President Xi Jinping. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, December 4th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.